0: This is Jeannie Cisco meth and I'm so glad that you've decided to join me yet again today. I want to thank you for taking time to be here. I know that you could be many other places and you chose to be here and listen to this. So thank you. And today I'm going to talk about how women's lib has robbed me. Now I know now at the, re- the time of this recording, it is 2023. And I know that the women's lib movement started many, many years ago. And I was born in 67. In 1967, I was born. So I'm currently 56 years old. So that tells you a little bit of how old I am and kind of where I come from. And you may take issue with what I'm going to say and you may not, I don't know. But I feel it laid upon my heart that I need to speak my mind and many of you listen, and you may agree, you may not. I am open to all feedback, so let me know if you enjoy what I'm gonna talk about or if you, if you have some things you'd like to share and open into a discussion. When I was younger, I felt like I needed to be tough. You know, society was portraying the image that weakness was bad, and women were weak, and that was bad. Now, I don't think it said it in those exact words. However, the message was definitely there. Women were weak, therefore women were less than. And so I felt like this movement came about for women to be who they weren't. And I remember specifically this one ad uh, it was for Oscar Mayer bacon, and it was this lady dancing around the kitchen with a frying pan. You know, because that's what we always do, right? And she was singing this song: "I can bring home the bacon, fry it up in the pan, and never let him forget that he's a man." Okay, now I know I can't sing. I understand that. That's not what this is about. It's about the message that was sent, and what that message said to me was. I've got to work and provide, and I've also got to take care of the house, and I've also got to be his greatest fantasy. Now, I know that that's just one commercial, but I also know that that theme was dominant in many things, readings, um, picture marketing, TV and media marketing, because I received that message very well even though there were voices in my life that were trying to tell me, no, you're a woman. You see, in the Bible, it says God created them male and female, man and woman, he created them. Or it may say he created um, man and woman, male and female, he created them. I'm not exactly sure of the way, but I do know that it says that God created two genders. And as I have lived my life um, we'll start with the formative years, so to speak, right? I was raised in a home where my dad provided and my mom uh, worked outside of the house some, but because of financial reasons. And she also did the cooking and the cleaning and the typical female roles that we think of when we think of Susie Homemaker or, you know, whatever you want to call it. I know that, um, I watched that. I watched her work. I watched her go to work. I watched her come home and clean the house and cook the meals. And I watched my dad, you know, do the, we grew up on a dairy farm, you know, so he did the milking and the taking care of the cattle and all of that. And I was kind of in between. And I remember my mom coming in and asking for some help in the house. And I also knew that dad needed help. And so I always felt kind of torn between who do I help? And because I didn't want to appear weak and I didn't want to be less than, of course, I chose what was typical male roles. And when I left home and went away to college, I got involved with the army, I got involved with bodybuilding, I got involved with um, climbing and repelling. So a lot of very typical male things. In fact, I was the first female Rick Majerus ever hired at the University of Utah for the men's basketball camps. And, you know, I remember him coming up and telling me, you know, that I was the only female he had ever hired because I was the only female with cojones big enough to ask for the job. And I was many times the only female on different teams, such as when I was in the army, I made the Ranger Challenge Team, which is an intramural team. They were all men, and um, it took me two years to make the team, extremely, extremely physical. Our competition was a 10-mile run with 45 pounds of gear plus a weapon And we also did weapons assembly. Um, We'd have all the parts of an M16 and a 9mm, and they would be in a box, and you would have to run, I think it was about 50 yards, and get into the box and assemble all the weapons. We also had grenade throw, and we also had a rope bridge. And so that was our competition. It took me two years to physically become strong enough to be able to do that. And I also maxed the men's PT test, the physical fitness test. I could do 300 sit-ups in two minutes. I could do 297 push-ups in two minutes. And the only thing I ever did not max was the run. And I think that's because of having cancer when I was younger and not having the same lung capacity as ever. But I missed it by three seconds not passing, maxing it. And so what passing means is there was a certain minimum standard that everybody had to have. And then there was a maximum standard. And whoever hit the maximum standard that was considered excellent, and you got a perfect score. My score was usually 297. 300 was considered a perfect score. I always lost a few points in the run. And so I look at all of these physical things, these manly things that I did when I was younger to prove that as a woman, I could do anything a man could do. And I, I did many times. (laughs) I really did many times. Now I married my husband Lawrence almost 21 years ago. In October, we'll have been married 21 years and we dated for a year before we got married. He is very masculine. Sometimes a masculine woman will become involved with a man who has been crushed or emasculated, as some people say, or is more feminine, because there needs to be a feminine role and a masculine role in the home. That's how God created it. Now I know some of you may be upset and angry that I'm saying that. It's truth. And sometimes the truth rocks people because they're only used to hearing lies. There is a feminine and a masculine energy and persona. And for a long time, probably about 35 years, I was a feminine person living in a masculine world. And I did very well at it. Much better than some feminine men. Now, in the last 15 years, I have been learning how to be a female. And I am proud to say that the last few years When I mention that I was very masculine, people say, really, I don't get that energy from you. And I'm proud of that. And it was a process. And now that I have fully embraced my femininity, my life is whole and complete, mostly because God is in it. But secondly, because I'm doing what I was made to do. Now, in July of this year, um, I have not worked outside of the home since January of 2023. And in January of 2023, I was dealing with some difficult health issues, a lot of balance issues and vertigo, and they were trying to figure out what it was. And because I was a meat cutter at Smith's, um, they decided that sharp knives and slippery floors and balance issues didn't go good together. So um, I was put on medical uh, disability leave and um, did a ton of physical therapy and things like that. And in July, when my medical um, when my medical disability ran up, my husband and I had the conversation of, do I go back to work or not? Now, while I'm on medical leave and before, like I said, for the last 15 years, I have been exploring what the difference is between masculine energy and feminine energy. And I'm going to try to summarize my view of it here for you, just in case you need that. To me, masculine energy for the short, short version of it. If you want to talk more about it, please reach out to me. I got tons of research and information on this, but I'm boiling it down for the sake of a short podcast. Masculine energy is the energy that is the hunter energy. It goes out and it provides food. It's a hunter. It's a protector. It's a provider. It, um, is strong and it, um, takes things and brings them home so that the family is taken care of. The feminine energy is the nurturer, the one who takes care, loves, kisses the boo-boos, encourages. Now I'm not saying that men can't be nurturers and women can't be providers. They absolutely can. I was a single parent for many years and tried to do both roles. Since I have been married to my incredible masculine husband, and he has allowed me to explore what it means to be truly feminine, I have changed dramatically. And in July, when we were discussing, do I go back to work or do I stay home? Now my kids are grown. My youngest is 25. And so there's no need for me to stay at home and provide for the kids. I never had that ability. I was a single parent for, for a lot of it, but then you know, we didn't have the income to do that. And when we were talking about it, my husband said, Hun, I'll, pro- I'll, I'll do whatever you want me to do. I believe it's my role to provide financially and physically. It's my role to protect. And I remember the first time I felt truly protected and we had been at the gym and I sat down. We would go into the basketball court after. If you know me at all, you know, I love basketball. And so I went into the basketball court and I sat down. And on this particular day, my husband sat to the right of me instead of to the left of me. Now to the left of me was the opening of the gym the door into the basketball court. Now he had never done that before. And I had never been aware of it until I was. And when he sat down on the right side of me, instead of the left side of me, this was probably mm, 15, 15 to 17 years ago, this happened. And it was really the beginning of there's something different here. And he sat down on the right of me and I felt vulnerable. And I was like, what is going on here? I don't understand. Why do I feel vulnerable? Nothing has changed. And so it took me a while to process and go through those emotions, go through those thoughts, think about them, talk about them. And the next day when we went into the gym, I said, And he sat down on the left of me. I felt protected. He was between me and the door. That was the only thing that was different. And it brought about some beautiful conversations between him and I that were amazing. He allowed me freedom to be who I was. We were at the gym lifting weights together. And he also allowed me to start exploring being dependent on him, for my protection. It was a very unique feeling for me. And many other instances like that have occurred since. And so when I say this has been a journey for me, it absolutely has. So in July, when we were talking about me going back to work or staying home, he says to me, I will support whatever decision you make. However, I want you to know that I will work extra hours so you can stay home if you want to. Those beautiful words, I will do extra so you can stay home and explore being a housewife. Because I had never been a housewife before. I had been a wage earner and a provider and a protector, and you know, cooking meals and stuff. I never liked cooking, because I saw it as the typical female role. Now, if you had asked me that, I would have told you, no, I just don't like cooking. I don't like not knowing what to cook. You know, you ask that question, what do you want for dinner tonight? And that was always difficult for me. However, I chose in July to stay home, and explore this thing called, I call it Susie Homemaker. (laughs) My husband called it Mrs. Meth's Bakery today. It was kind of cool. Because today, I made cupcakes for our church fundraiser. Now, in the past, I never would have done that because, and I could make a whole list. Today, I made cupcakes for our church fundraiser. Now, were they beautiful? I'll let you be the judge because I'll put a picture here. I think they turned out pretty cool, though, for my first time. And I got a report that people loved them because they were all gone. That meant a lot to me. You see, in July, when I started this journey at first, I had difficulty. Now, I plan menus. I go grocery shopping, something I've always done before. But my food choices have changed. I make healthy, nutritious, tasty meals for my family. I love and enjoy planning a meal for the week or the evening or whatever. I enjoy making sure that I have the proper food, fresh ingredients that I cook. It used to be when I was a single parent and when I first got married, everything was out of a box. Not anymore, it's fresh. Because I have the mindset and the time to make it. Now I'm not saying that I'm this great, incredible paragon of what a woman should be. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is who I was is different than who I am, and everybody changes through life. And I can honestly say I have found my place. I feel whole, and I know a big part of it has been my growing relationship with God. The other part of it has been my ability to grow into the person He wanted me to be. Now, I still have a whole lot of growth to do. I'm excited to see where I go. Part of it is, I know that God has plans for me that I have not fulfilled yet. And I'm excited to fulfill them the best that Jeannie can. Now, I know I'm going to make mistakes and thank God for his grace and his mercy, And for a husband that is so understanding and so loving and so strong in who he is that he can let me be me. Now, if you don't find yourself in that type of a relationship or you crave that type of a relationship or you're wondering something's missing, I invite you to pick up your Bible and start reading because that's what I did. Even as a young girl, I was reading the Bible, but I went astray. Many reasons that we won't go into today. Pick up your Bible and read it and see what it says. There is so much misinformation, false, false information, downright lies that are out there. Stay away from them and seek truth. The truth. Not somebody else's truth. There absolutely is the truth. And there are falsehoods. If you are a woman, that's what you were meant to be. If you are a man, that's what you were meant to be. I invite you to study and learn and become the man that you can be and become the woman that you can be. Be the best possible you that God created you to be. Thank you so much for joining me. If you have any questions or comments, please reach out to me, genie at genieciscometh.com. My name is spelled J-E-A-N-I-E-C-I-S-C-O-M-E-T-H just like computers and drugs. And the beautiful thing is, I'm the only Cisco meth on the internet. So I'm pretty easy to find. Look me up. Let me know what you're thinking. Send me an email or a comment through my website or my Facebook page. You know, media, you can find me if you want to. Thanks again for spending today with me. Have an absolutely beautiful day, my friend, and bye for now.